Hello, I'm Erica and welcome to the Long Play Lounge. You know, after 10 years of soundtracking your evenings on 94.3 Radio 1 International, I realized that there is a stack load of interviews of all my celebrity guest artists that need to be heard by a wider audience. So, I've started a podcast to do just that. And together we can hang out with the A-listers that have been on my playlist, both current and past. The Long Play Candid Chats, Behind the Scene Outtakes, Intimate One-on-Ones and Juicy Bits of Fun Trivia will get you to bond with your global icon instantly. And if you happen to be in Mumbai, Delhi, Bangalore or Chennai, make sure you check in to Drive with Erica on 94.3 Radio 1. It's the primetime evening show and it happens every weekday 4 to 9 p.m. Well, this podcast is a Radio 1 production and is available on hdsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. So this is a fairly recent one, November 2021. In fact, I remember the day and the moment. I had just gotten off this long extended phone call. It was one of those glitchy days. I was having a moment and uh, this call came through confirming my next guest. I took it as a sign that the universe was giving me my brownie points for sticking with the program for as long as I have. Kylie Minogue had just said yes, I was informed. Well, she is only one of the top pop icons of our time. She's been around as long as Madonna with her hits on the charts over five decades. Yes, she's done that. But more importantly, I felt this sister connection. And I think that bit gets explained in the early part of this chat. So we spoke for a bit. Honestly, I lost track of time and I'm quite sure her team would have been throwing a tantrum. But with someone who's so easy to chat with, the conversation just flows. So I hope you enjoy this. It's in two parts, mind you. Part two will wrap up the season. Here we go. Kali Minogue. All right, all right, all right. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Erica. I have to say at the get-go, we're a bit uh, like soul sisters, Kylie, because we're both expats, uh, Melbournians, living out of Australia for life. I didn't know that. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, you're planning on going back. That's what I heard. And so am I. So I feel like, oh, my God, we could have done this journey together. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just um, at this point in time, it's, you know, I think we've, we've all missed our families and just I just want to spend a bit more time Tell me in Australia with, with my family. Tell me about it. We're going to talk about that. But uh, first, okay. welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on Radio 1. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I have to start from, you know, that record that you broke last year. Everybody's talking about it since it's the first time we're chatting after Disco was released. I mean, that album went to number one. And with that, you became the first female artist to have a number one hit in five consecutive decades. I mean, from the I 80s mean- up to the 2020s. Imagine that. That's incredible. I would never, ever in a million years, let alone in five decades, have imagined that. Firstly, it was quite hard for me to make sense of it. I was like, five decades? Wow, I'm 53 now. I was 52 then, I guess. So, yeah, it was. it's a statistic that is that amazes me. I'm really glad I didn't even, I wasn't aware of it when I released the album where I might have felt more pressure. But, yeah, it's something I'm, I'm hugely proud of. I snuck in at the end of the 80s and at the beginning of the yeah. 2000s. Yeah, 2000s, I know. Whatever. 
we are now. Okay, so we share the same vintage, by the way. I'm just putting it out there. So we have a lot to chat about. I'm going to ask the golden Kylie of today to talk to mm-hmm. the locomotion Kylie of the 80s. You know, what would she oh. say to, to Kylie from there? Uh, what would I say to her? Or what, what would she say to me? She would say to me, what's happened to your accent? <laughs> and she would be asking me so many questions like, what's London like? What's it like traveling the world? She would be fascinated with, with my current life. What I would say to her is keep a diary because <laughs> I never did. I kind of wish I had. Enjoy the ride. It's not going to be easy. There are a lot of things in life that aren't easy, but really try and enjoy it. Try not to be too hard on yourself. I don't think I would have listened to myself though. I would have said, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm doing it my way. I don't know that there's rules. You've just got to find your way. You know, uh, getting with the, the digital natives of today, I mean, you just did a virtual concert, uh, Kylie Infinite Disco, to celebrate the release yeah. of your album. Yeah. I mean, how was that experience for you, you know, as an artist? I mean, someone who's sort of, you know, been through like three decades and now doing a virtual concert. What was that feeling and sensation like? Uh, well, that was last year, obviously, and everything was peculiar. Everything was new. I recorded most of disco in my lounge room at home, which began to be known as the studio. <laughs> it, it was not a real studio, but I had everything I needed. So doing the live stream was, I think it was a, it was a great success. I'm so proud of everyone involved because it was extraordinary circumstances. It's so odd that you could do something so removed, but feel like you're connecting with people. So it was brand new. And I think a lot of that performance will be here to stay. It's We've found a good way to reach people around the world. But yeah, we it was very, very different for all of us to have no audience there, to have no reaction. And I'll tell you another thing. I was glad it wasn't just me. The dancers, the singers, we were we were not match fit because everyone had been home. We hadn't been on the usual cycle of, um, of work and adrenaline and all of that. And we were missing, firstly, the audience full stop. But those, even if it's five seconds, ten seconds of applause to give you a little second between songs, there was none. We were like... Just a a side note, no one really needs to know about, but I just thought, wow. I mean, that's bizarre, right? We really need a crowd back just to take a breath. (laughs) You have cricketers today who have to, you know, sort of perform to can sort of applause and and things like that. The world is just a different place. Uh, We now have artists whose avatars are making it into gaming platforms. And who knows, will there be a Kylie NFT of that little gold lame pair of shorts? (laughs) That would be amazing. Erica, you've, you've got it's a great idea because I don't need to wear them again, but she could wear them forevermore. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> so, you know, we come from the analog uh, generation. Now we're here in the uh, digital. We're like, you know, digital mm-hmm. natives. What would you bring from the analog times to the digital? You know, what would you bring? Oh, my gosh. Uh, my, my old camera, for sure, that you had to be very conscious of which pick, you know, when you chose to, I, I sound a million years old, but when you choose to, to click the, the camera yeah. and the weight, the excitement to get the photos back. I would bring that back. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all coming full circle. Everyone's going back to vinyl these days. So you never know. Yeah. Vinyl is huge. And I, I might have to get my film camera out. My dream would be my old contacts film camera. It took amazing pictures. I treasure all of those those photographs from back in, that, in the day. We have to talk about music and fashion, Kylie. I mean, you've sort of bridged the two going through, through all these years and those incredible looks. My gosh, my favorite the white jumpsuit right in uh, I was wondering what you were going to say okay yeah I can't get you out of my head I was like what is that I mean that is insane what is that 
how is that staying? Uh, how is like it a- staying also? But oh my God, <laughs> Kylie in it. That's a different thing altogether. So oh, d- thank you. When we first saw it on a coat hanger, it literally looked like, was like the, the, the white curtains here. It was nothing. But I think it was just a point in time where it's like the planets were lined up. The song, the video, the styling, hair, makeup, the choreography, just everything was, it was just, just an amazing time and I fully appreciate that it's not always like that. You can get close, sometimes you miss the mark completely, but to have everything working so cohesively and making helicopter, I hope that's not annoying you, making the project work as strong as it possibly can, it was incredible. Interestingly, those backup dancers have those red kind of face, <laughs> yeah. face screens, right? And when I yeah, saw their visors on. Jeez, you know, we're living the times today, we are. Your India Connect. Now, we know that you've chiggy-wigged with the Bollywood boys. Yes, I love chiggy-wiggy. I just, it's the gift that keeps giving. It will pop up every now and then. And it's just, it's so kind of, so other to me, this experience of going uh, going to Mumbai and being in a very tiny part of a Bollywood film was wild. So I would love to again. do it again. Uh, yes, of course I would. Oh my God, we so <laughs> need to have you back in Mumbai City. Come on, we let's so- Oh, jeez. What do you think of India? You know, what comes to mind for you? Well, it was a very quick visit. I managed to, you know, get to the market, see a couple of things, but it was really in and out. I think maybe the the day or the second day I was there, I was having choreography lessons at the hotel, went out to the set. I don't know. It was my it was an overload for my senses and ever since then I've said I would love to go back to work I would love to perform I mean to do a concert in India anywhere everywhere would be a dream come true for me and to be a tourist and explore I mean it all sounds like a a dream right now to do any of these things but hopefully in the future when we heard Golden I think we heard a very intimate part of you your story Mm -hmm. so with disco what do we get? oh disco was about celebration fun and then when we were all in lockdown and everyone had to work differently, I became more and more aware that disco, we think, you know, it is exuberant, it's shiny, it's alluring, it's glamorous, it's all of these things, but it's also a lot of it comes from a far less than shiny place. You know, the origins of disco was the struggle and, and finding that place where you could express yourself and be, be welcomed and, and be yourself. So within a lot of disco songs, there is sadness and, and hardship and struggle. And it's kind of the fight to rise above. There was something in all of that became evident to me. So there's some of that in, in, in my disco album. There's definitely songs that are literally just about having a good time. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's one of the reasons it has endured. They're great songs. They will always, always, always be played on dance floors, at parties, at events. But if you dig a little bit deeper, you'll find a true richness in disco. Okay. You've collaborated with a couple of artists in your disco guest list edition. So Mm. a little bit about that. I love what you did with with Oli Alexander in years and years. (laughs) I mean, we love that. So um, We love Oli. Oli is just so adorable and and such a talent. And I'd sung with him once before. I haven't done it for a few years now, but I did have a concert called Kylie Christmas at the Royal Albert Hall, which is possibly the most fun ever. I can't wait to do that again. So uh, one year he came and, and sang Better Devil You Know with me on stage. So I got to meet him properly then. And for guest artists for the guest list edition of Disco, yeah, he was a very obvious choice. 
and he's so I can't tell you he's so adorable um, and he was very game I don't know if you've seen the video where we basically swap faces I did it had me, had me I was like oh, hang on what's that and that's oh my yeah. god that's what they've done it's yeah. funny when I watch people watch the video for the first time like they kind of go mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and I just sense this the first change happens so quickly they're not really they're not really sure and yeah it's 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 very clever but as I say I think he was very gracious to go with that idea yeah we see a lot of um, of Kylie in artists like Dua Lipa and you guys did a collaboration as well with the studio 2054 mm-hmm. uh, so a bit about that matchup and you know how did that work for you yeah so when Dua did her live stream show which was the studio 2054 uh, she asked me to go and be one of the performers at that and I was in London so I think it was like we only had a couple of days notice so that was amazing to perform with her so we have the studio 2054 version of my song real groove and that is also on the guest list today okay. and she's I mean she's a wonder she she is just smashing it out of the park left right and center we know that you're you're petite and perfect and you can do nefarious things uh, in your well, stilettos well I'm petite for sure <laughs> <laughs> no you're a bit I, I would have to disagree those stilettos I mean come on how high is is the highest that you've been in the highest ones I will probably never be wearing again and I think like a lot of uh, a lot of people through the last year we've got very attached to our trainers <laughs> I have to confess I'm wearing trainers right now heels and I have a very close relationship I've called myself a high-heeled stunt woman before like I can do just about anything and everything in heels doesn't mean I enjoy it all the time because some of them are I literally can't <laughs> wait to take them off but um yeah mostly they've been good friends to me I would say like a regular height might be between 90 and 110 millimeters what yeah that is insane. high enough <laughs> oh, gosh <laughs> Well, pausing the chat right here, TBC to be continued in the last episode of this season. But for my trivia bit, I thought I'd throw in the origin of her name, Kylie. In the Western Australian Aboriginal language, Noongar, the word Kylie means boomerang. It's the name of the Aboriginal hunting tool that is designed to return to the thrower. Well, Kylie is quite the boomerang, returning to the charts every single decade. She's the first female artist to have a number one album in the UK in five separate decades. Well, that's your bit of trivia for this episode. I should be sharing part two of this chat as my final episode of season one. And that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did bringing it to you. And yes, there's more uploaded for this season one. Now, please do drop us a text or email with your comments to Erica D underscore official or 94.3 Radio 1 India, both on Insta. We really work off your feedback and would love to know what you think and how we can improve and who we should try and interview next. We've got lots more interviews for you to enjoy this season. So binge on it or sample it slowly. You can decide. For more feedback you can reach out to us on HT Smartcast. We are present across all social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Clubhouse. And to listen to more podcasts log on to www.htsmartcast.com This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.